who would you draft for your Umbrella Academy? Umbrella Academy, season three. Let's chat. Welcome to the Center Cut Center Chat. I am Michael. And I am Dave. David, I am very excited for this Center Chat today. Yeah, it's going to be a fun one, I think. We are just going to have a grand old time. We are. If you haven't, go check out our Season 3 Umbrella Academy episode where we only watch the ends. But David, what are we doing here today? But today, what we are doing is you and I are going to do a little mock draft to pick teams like elementary school kickball, I hate life. (laughs) <laughs> no, what we're going to do is we're we're going to be your your so-called captains and we're going to pick two teams based on all of the people that we know from the Umbrella Academy that have powers. There's 14 of them. We're including Lila and we're only counting one Ben. And we're not including Harlan. So yes, so we'll have our seven Umbrella, our six Sparrows because we're not counting Ben and then we're going to have Lila. Yeah. Perfect. And we're assuming that all of these people are alive. This is alive versions of these people. So that was my my first question was like, I would assume it goes without saying that like all these people are, are living and also yes. still have their powers, even though in the last episode they lost them. Yes. These are full power versions of these Perfect. People. Okay. Cool, cool. The goal is, you know, not only do we want basing it solely off their powers, but I think their personality plays some role because you don't want a bunch of assholes or you're going to have a team that Yeah, I thought that was important too, for sure. Okay, perfect. Then I think we are in agreement. And I just have one last clarification. I guess, what are we assembling this team for? Are we looking to like... Are we setting up kind of a battle between the two academies like we kind of saw in the in the show more or less? Are we trying to put together the best team for stopping the apocalypse? Are we planning a dance battle? Like what's our what what is the point of the drafting that we're doing? I think it's all of the above. It should be for any scenario. It should be to beat the other crew. It should be to beat bad guys. It should be able to stop the apocalypse. All right. All comes into play, baby. All right. Cool. Okay. That works for me. All right. Dance battle included then. All right. Yes. So the only thing left to do now is flip a coin to see who gets first pick, baby. Are you going to call it in the air? You call it. All right. Heads. All right. Crushed it. So David gets first pick. And the way we're going to do it, because first pick has a slight advantage, whoever gets second pick will also have third pick. And then it's going to go alternating after that. So David will have fourth. I'll have fifth, etc. All right. Well, let's get down to it then. All right, David, you are up. Who is your first pick? So this one is interesting because this was extremely important when we talked about whether or not we were taking personalities and the hope for teamwork and stuff like that into play. I think Marcus is a really good number one. And I think that it's unfortunate that he died as quickly as he did in the episodes that we watched in season three. But I think that his power is useful, but on the scale of, of power strength goes, he's way at the bottom, I, I would say personally. But I do, I do think that his leadership skills and his ability to bring his team together are really going to be a, a strong start to my team. So I'm leading off with Marcus. David, he was my 12th pick, so you reached for that motherfucker. Oh, yes, that works in my favor. 
Nah, love it. Nah, nah, nah. Love nah. it. Like you said, yes, his personality is good. He's, but he's just he's like Luther, but faster and a little less suave. A little less suave. Yeah. What? Yeah. Luther's a bumbling buffoon. Well, here's the other thing. He was so quick to capitulate when Vanya at the time came to him. I don't want that weak shit on my team. You can go work out with your ragtag team of slime balls. I mean, he was trying to find a peaceful solution. Peaceful, schmeaceful. Which is something of a, a trait you would find of a good leader. Okay. Well, he does have good leadership, but his power is very below average. So, okay, David, you have set me up for success here with the second pick in the draft. I'm going to take Lila. Taking Lila. Listen, imitation is the highest form of flattery, and it's also the best talent. Whatever power your pick has, Lila can also do it. She's the ultimate first pick. Yeah, she's a crazy loose cannon, and and that needs to be managed. I get it. But if I pick a solid crew of other morally strong characters, I think they can harness her powers and keep her in line. My team is already better than yours. No, it's not, because the only thing that she is able to do with my team as it currently stands is also be strong, but be immature (laughs) and not have any kind of leadership skills. So... Fine. I'm sorry, but that statement was ridiculous. Fine. It is a strong power, but I think you're She's you're crazy. also yeah, you're lining yourself up for for some some craziness for sure. I need to have a morally strong rest of the team to keep her in check. Yeah, you're gonna put together a, a team of loose cannons. <laughs> I could feel it. <laughs> well, with the third pick in the draft, I'm gonna go with five. I'm going with five. Listen, not only does he always seem to be a step ahead of everybody else, <laughs> but his power is dope. Like he can time travel, which most importantly allows him to dart around and be wherever he needs to be. In the first episode this season, he called himself the group's ringer. And I agree. Like, yeah, he's, he's, he's got a pension for old man drinks and he's kind of ornery. But if you look at the season so far, a lot of the crew respects him because they know that he knows his shit. He knows his stuff. He's always right about the apocalypse. So I'm feeling pretty good about that pick. In our main episode, didn't you argue that he was immature? He is, but people still respect him. You're putting together team of loose cannons. I knew it. <laughs> knew it. Called it. Knew it. All right. My second pick then, I guess, I mean, it just has to be Victor. He's up there for so sure. So strong. He's up there. Just so powerful. I also, I feel like Victor pretty consistently has just a kind of a level head. He does. Especially after, you know, almost causing the apocalypse a number of times. It's a very, very strong power with someone who's going to bring some stability to the team as well. Yeah, I had Victor ranked fourth, so this is the perfect spot for him. I I really think this was the perfect spot. I will say he's more of a group uniter, per se, now than he was in the... first season especially and then and then agreed maybe more so in the second season but you gotta remember they were not fans of victor when she was vanya at first so there's been some um, some relationship capital that has grown there yeah yeah and i think that i mean that's a lot to do with the fact that victor was an outcast comparative to the rest of the the team and that speaks less to victor's emotional state and more to the rest of the team being dicks fine and he was able to broker a deal with marcus and the sparrows and in, in yeah. the beginning of this third episode here. yeah so. that showed some some serious yeah i don't know but v- victor's a good pick the only other con is that he's really bringing down the hair quality of the group but he's really bringing down the hair quality but death explosions and beams and yeah for sure. okay with the fifth pick, I don't think you probably had this guy rated as high, but I don't want you to steal him. I'm going to go with Alfonso. I'm going with Alfonso with my fifth pick. <laughs> you idiot. 
I just his power is underrated. You idiot. It's not underrated at all. The ability to accept a blow and then just deal that right back to the assailant. Correct. It's, it, it's essentially Lila light in a way. It's it's almost like Lila, but a, no, not a strong. Not even close. Yes, it is, because you're basically mimicking that other person's no, power. Lila can use that power to her advantage. All Alfonso can do is reflect it back if it's inflicted on him. Yeah. So if I have a team fighting against Alfonso, I just tell them, hey, don't hit that guy. <laughs> what the fuck else is he going to do? He Nothing. gets in their way. He Nothing. runs over there. He's yeah. useless. You're going to have him, like, what, pick and, like, pick and run? Like, what? No. Yeah. He's pick useless. Run, baby. Pick he is useless. <laughs> absolutely useless. No, I He don't looks agree. like absolute trash. So he, we might yeah. be bringing down the hair, but we are bringing up the skin, baby. Yeah, he is definitely ugly as hell. But I don't know, let that lull his opponents into submission. They think he's just, I'm, I'm you, G-L-Y. You're about to fucking die. He's got it. I want to punch that guy. He's too ugly. Plus, he loves pizza. He's my kind of dude. He was 11th on my list. I took him a little earlier than I needed to, but I, I just didn't want to lose him. Didn't want to lose him. All right. 11th. That's my Ugh. pick. All right. You ready for my next pick? I'm I am pretty confident with this one. For my third pick, I am taking... Christopher. Wow, I had him last. I had him last. You had Christopher last? Last, baby. <laughs> Do you realize that he has the ability to instill so much fear into his, into the people fighting against him that they are essentially paralyzed by it? That's bananas. I'm being anti-blockist. I get it. That like that power is crazy. Like I don't care who you have on your team if they're coming at Christopher and he gets in their brain and makes them instill so much fear into them that they are physically paralyzed with fear that i mean dunzo i just don't want a non-human it's too much work too it's much too work much what work. do you mean not when you have a leader that's marcus i'm kicking your ass right i have now. to get a special uniform i have to learn his stupid ass morse code language he doesn't wear a uniform he's just a cube he's just a glorified disco ball that's all he is. He's just he's more hassle than he's if worth. If we were assembling the the teams for dance party, then yeah, he would have been my first pick. <laughs> he's basically a glittery disco ball crushing it. But he can also make you so scared that you can't move a muscle. I don't know, man. He can also make a room warmer or colder, which let me tell you right now, I am <laughs> sweating my nuts off. I would give up any of these damn people <laughs> to have Christopher in my corner just kind of following me around as my personal everywhere air conditioner. That's a, it's a solid point, David. I will give yeah. you that. But I don't know. He's just it, it makes sense. A square fits right in with your team because your whole crew squares, bro. Yeah, but they're going to kick your ass. OK. Uh, All right. This is great. All right. With the seventh pick in the draft, I had this man ranked fifth. So I'm getting him at a bargain here. I have Diego. Diego, Diego is going to work well to keep Lila in check. It's the perfect combo to go with my first pick of Lila. I was not a Diego fan after season one. I really was not. But he grew on me a lot in season two. And those feelings carried over into season three. Yeah, he's stubborn. Yeah, he's got that non first child energy that as a firstborn, I absolutely despise. Yes. But like I said, I think he's going to keep Lila in check. And I, I really I could use some homing knives in my team's arsenal. Homing knives are pretty, pretty nah. sweet. And nah, he holds nah, nah. His, he's good in close combat. And the biggest thing for me, he refuses to quit. That is somebody I want my team flat out. He doesn't quit. I mean, he doesn't quit until he's dead or paralyzed with fear. <laughs> he's supposed to have this like dead shot level accuracy of like hitting whatever he throws at. But he misses like 95% of the time. 
No. Yes. Here we go. Are you ready? In in the finale that we watched, there was a scene where one of the samurai guardian boys dropped down from the ceiling and Lila and Diego were going to fight it. Both of them missed one of the two knives that they threw. And then Lila threw her second one and it hit the guy and just bounced off his chest. And then finally, Diego threw one into the dude's eyeball. But like if his whole power is unbelievable accuracy, he just straight up missed the dude the first time. That's a 50-50 record, homie. <laughs> You're just picking two times out of all the times. Most of the time he gets in a fight, he misses stuff. Uh, I, team Diego over here. What, oh where did God. you have him rank? Diego, 13th. Wow, that is wrong. 13th. That is very, very wrong. I would say that he's gotten a little bit more mature. Yes. But he is also in the refusing to give up category is extremely stubborn and doesn't listen to reason. So it's not surprising that you like him. <laughs> That is not something that I need on my team. Him and Lila. Chillin'. Who you got with the eighth pick, David? Sloan. It's hard to tell the extent of Sloan's power. And I don't think that we ever really see it at its true form. And one thing is I can say that for a lot of these people, right, is like every time we think that they've hit their limit, they kind of push past it and do something else weird, like becoming immortal or, you know, mm. summoning a million tentacles or whatever mm -hmm. bullshit they do. So I will say that with her, I feel like it has the most potential for her to be way stronger than what we see. The power to manipulate gravity is kind of an insane ability to have. You know, gravity is one of the strongest forces that exists in the universe. I also know that from some research and stuff I did that she is very, very smart. Five was towards the top of my list as well. Not as high as yours, but I felt that there was a need for someone with a really high intelligence and her power fucking slaps, bro. Yeah. Her, her power solid. She also appears to be super kind and empathetic, which mm -hmm. I think would be good for the team morale. I'm putting together such a level-headed decision-making powerhouse of a team. I had Sloan ranked number eight, so right in line there. But before we get on with the rest of our draft, let us take a break. And my next pick is a center commercial. Mm -hmm. Today's episode is brought to you yet again by Libsyn. Do you have an idea for a great new podcast? You can bring your idea to life and start your podcast today with Libsyn. Libsyn has everything you need to plan, launch, and grow your own podcast. Libsyn provides some of the best resources created by expert podcasters who will show you everything you need to know, like what equipment you should use, how to record great audio, how to get your show onto Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and other popular platforms, and much, much more. Depending on your plan, you can even get detailed statistics. We've even created auto emails that send daily stats to our inbox. Anchors are for staying still. Libsyn is for people who want to move forward. Become a pro like us and think about Libsyn. Our podcast has been on Libsyn for its entire run, and my three prior podcasts were also hosted on Libsyn. It's safe to say that we love it. Plus, as a friend of the Center Cut, when you sign up with Libsyn, you get your first month of podcast hosting for free. There has never been a better time than right now for you to start podcasting. Visit Libsyn.com and use the code FRIEND, F-R-I-E-N-D, that's Libsyn, L-I-B-S-Y-N dot com and use the code FRIEND to get started and create your podcast today. Don't kid yourself. You definitely think of us as your friends. So finally use that to get something. Now, David, 
What should our friends do? Our friends should be going to our Instagram and our Facebook and our TikTok and all that fun stuff. I mean, you could search the center cut on everything, but TikTok and Instagram are the ones that we post the most stuff on. And those are at the underscore center underscore cut. Yes, please. And if you have something you want to tell us, you can do it in our DMs. But you can also send us an email to the center at gmail.com or an audio message at podinbox.com slash the center cut. Thank you. Thanks. <laughs> All right, with the ninth pick here, I'm actually gonna... I hmm. hope you pick Luther. If you pick Luther, I'm gonna pee my pants. I was actually going to... I I have him ranked later, but I was gonna throw a curveball and pick him earlier just to keep him away from Sloan, but... Hold on, I need mm. to pee my pants. <clears throat> no, you know what? I'm gonna hold off, because if I did take him and split him apart with Sloan, he wouldn't fight for my team anymore. He would be letting Sloan do whatever she wanted. Yeah, so, that's right. He, like, is powerless against Sloan, I feel yeah. like. Yeah. So I'm going to, with the ninth pick, I'm actually going to go with the person I had ranked sixth. I'm going to go with Jamie. <laughs> I, why are you laughing? <laughs> oh, so funny. Jamie could go either way. We don't know a lot about her power. So yeah. I like, I, I get it. She's just lower on my list. I normally don't like spitters, but <laughs> she's weirdly attractive and it's very easy to get your saliva on somebody. So I don't, there's not really a huge detractor to her power. Especially when you're attractive, right? Like, <laughs> if you're attractive, it's like really, really easy to get your saliva on Yeah. Something. Now, here's the thing. I do feel like you need others in the group to then attack while the enemy is off in La La Land. So I think she's more of like a, an hors d'oeuvres to start the battle. Like, you send her in first, you wet up the bad guy, and then, blam, the other people can attack that weakened person. So... On her own, maybe she's not good, but... So, it's odd. I think that her power has more variables than we give it credit for. Because when we're watching episode one of season three, when she spits on Diego, it seems like only a few seconds pass in real time, but he sees this whole dance party, right? He wasn't in La La Land for, you know, ten minutes dancing around in in his little his little brain palace while everyone else was just kind of standing around doing nothing like only a few seconds passed so in that instance like he experienced more time than was occurring whereas when she spits on five she is able to take advantage of the fact that his hallucination has kind of stopped him in place more or less so that she could take advantage so i also i i feel like she can choose whether or not she wants to see what they're seeing but also can choose to not take part in it and take advantage of the situation in that way so yeah she might be a little bit stronger than i gave her credit for she doesn't seem to have a negative pull on the group like she's kind of she's just there like she does she's not going to bring the group down so i just she's a good glue pick for my middle rounds here yeah i can get behind that all right, what you got? I have picked a very stable team up until this point, and there was good reason for that. My next pick is Klaus. Mm. He's just, his power is so good. Oh, I was going to say his power is so weak. What are you talking about? He can summon a whole horde of undead people to fight for him. Do you not remember that happening? Yeah, I just... That's a lot. If a person from my team dies, but there is a point in which they are helpful, he can summon them back to assist from the void. He's also immortal, so good luck killing him. I think that he brings a lot of, a lot of benefits to the table. And, you know, as sometimes immature and, and a little rebellious as he is, yeah, most of the time he shows up when it counts. So I think that as much of a little bit of a wild card he would be on the team, I think he's he's bringing a lot to the table in being able to basically be 
the God of the Dead. Yeah, I mean, as a character, he's great. He's probably one of the best characters. He's comedic relief, just poor soul. Yes, 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 yes. I just, I I think his power is one of the weakest. Like, oh, cool, he can't die and he can talk to dead people. So could Haley Joel Osment. Where's he now? Where's he now? He can't just talk to dead people. He can bring them in. But they're not living. They're not living. He can just bring them and use their power for a few seconds, and then he's he's all spent. He's spent. He has summoned hordes of undead people. Spent. Spent. What are you talking about? He's spent. Spent. I'd love to see Jamie try and fight 12 basically zombies. She just Please. She spits on Please. him. Please. Spits on him. Please. You can't spit on a ghost, bitch. <laughs> Come on. Amateur hour around here. <laughs> I wanted Klaus, but I just couldn't pick him that early. All right. With the 11th pick in the draft here, hmm, 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 hmm. I'm going to go with Luther. I'm going to go with Luther. Had him ranked ninth. This is more about his personality and his leadership than his actual skills. Leadership? He's a pile of hot garbage for no, leadership. No, he is number one. When he Terrible. talks, when he talks, the group listens. No, they don't. Yes, they do. And maybe, maybe I'm a little biased because of Golden Gorilla Penis Awards that we named after him. You just want to climb Luther Mountain. I get it. I want him on my team leading the charge. And listen, it's not like his power is trash. He is good in close combat with, with non-superpower foes. Compared to the other Academy members, yeah, his power, ironically, doesn't pack as much punch, but... I, I don't know. I'm just I'm proud to have him as the face of my group. He's the face of my group. A bad face. Sure you don't want Alfonso as your face. <laughs> All right. Pick 12. I am going to go. Oh, man, I hate it so much. I just hate it. Allison, yep. I hate it. Yep. You know, she's she's pretty good at fighting. I mean, I guess you could make the argument that they're all pretty good at fighting. They all learned how to fight. But her rumor ability could definitely be useful. Maybe not as much in like a direct battle situation, but for sure useful in just general apocalypse stopping as well as general crime fighting. You know, she's a, she, her power is really strong for controlling the masses. I would have probably put her higher if I didn't just hate her so much. Yeah, I had her ranked at seven, but I kept passing over her just because she's such a she was such a jerk in season three. Season one and two, she wasn't that horrible. She really was. I mean, she was meh. I feel like she was okay in the first season. In the second season, you couldn't hate her because she was fighting for, you know, important shit. But yeah, season three and what we saw of her, she's not pleasant at all. Uh, So obviously she can't be very trustworthy. But I think that I have a strong enough base for my team that I I can branch out a little bit into some people that maybe necessarily wouldn't Mm. be as cooperative. Yeah, again, like she definitely betrayed the group, but she seemed at least semi-respected before that. And I think she still somehow has Victor's trust as evidenced by the finale here. And I think her power is upper mid-tier. It, it's basically mind control. Yeah. So there's some uses for that. So yeah, it's it, up there. It's not she's, a bad pick. Yeah, she's on the top half for sure. If, if she wasn't such a bad person, I think she would be in the upper top, third. Maybe top five, probably. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But she's a jerk. All right. So with my last pick, pick number 13, I'm going to go with Faye. I had her ranked 10. I had Faye ranked 12. And what I wrote for my note here is, why would I pick someone for my academy that's power could be replaced by a drone? (laughs) I mean, fair point. And she's blind. We know this. But spirit animal ravens that do your bidding, I'm kind of into that. Yeah, you would. I mean, you would be. And I'd probably even have her a little bit higher up on the list if her vision from those ravens didn't look like a closed circuit parking lot cam. It's like, bro, the backup cam in my wife's Subaru has higher def than your shitty ass raven eyes. 
What yeah. Is also, this? I'd I'd imagine. I mean, I guess we don't get it too into detail. But if she has like multiple ravens out, I get, I would assume that she has to kind of like switch channels between them, or can she like see everything at once? No, she she has. There's a little person in her brain that's like scanning between them, like a casino pit boss. Like, yeah, that's what I feel like. Like she has a little remote control in her head that's like, okay, over to camera two. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah. Yeah, but since they can also, we see them be able to peck and do other things and not just see that. That's why she's not like the bottom of the bottom. I mean, I still yeah. have her at like thirteen, but and but she yeah. does. It does appear that she she has kind of. I mean, I wouldn't say unlimited, but like she can summon uh, quite a few of them. Quite a few more ravens than I can carry. Yeah, definitely more ravens than I could carry with my naked body. So yep. I, I get it. All right, to the worst, to one of the worst characters. You have the last pick here. In my defense, <laughs> I have been ranked as ninth. Wow, I haven't ranked 13th. So if I had my perfect Chris. team, I would not have had him on it, but he's pretty high up on the list. We we picked very different lists, mm-hmm. which is, is extremely interesting. But yeah, he summoned some fucking tentacles. It wasn't like season three, Ben, that was like, here's four tentacles and they're like uh, two inches in diameter. Original Ben summoned some fucking tentacles, bro. Like Kraken level tentacles, Hmm. which makes me feel like given the opportunity, it is a rather strong power, but we don't really see it clearly often. So it's hard to really know. If we're getting the the currently living Ben, then he's kind of a dick. Kind of? He is such a dick. I mean, he is an immediate immediate morale downer. Yeah, he had I'm I'm hoping that him and Allison are just like assholes to each other and just kind of like <laughs> negative just cancel each other out. I think that I had a strong enough start to my team here that I could afford to have some some weak points in terms of personality. He's an asshole, but again, I mean, we saw it in the final episode of season 3. He puts the effort in where it counts. Yeah, but here's the thing. He only works what he wants to and I he's know. snarky about it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, he's a pain in the ass. He thought he saved the day coming up over those washing machines, but he was just an idiot. Yeah, plus, he was the first one of all of the Academy members to die while on the job in the original timeline. He's a weak link. That's true, but I mean, but that version of Ben, like, gave his life to save his family, and that's something I'd be willing to have on my team. Okay, glad you're willing to have him, because I didn't want him. (laughs) Now, David, before we list off our teams here... I think we need to name our teams. Now, it needs to be just like the oh, original yeah. show. Okay. We, have, mm-hmm. we have a bird or a thing you use for water protection. An umbrella. Okay, so a thing that can like protect you against water. Yes. Or a bird. Correct. All right. I think I'm going to go with the Flex Seal Academy. <laughs> Team Flex Seal. Okay. Yes. All right. Have you ever seen him slap that sucker right on that freaking big vat of water? That no. shit fucks. Protects better than an umbrella. I'll give you that. Yeah. I'm going to go, fine. Since you went water protection, I'll go bird. I'm going to go the, the blue-footed booby academy is going to rock your shit, David. <laughs> so the Flex Seal Academy versus the blue-footed booby academy. Yep. We're the worst. <laughs> All right. So <laughs> the, the official list now, now that we've picked our teams, the blue-footed booby academy is Lila, Five, Alfonso, Diego, Jamie, Luther, and Faye. And the Flex Seal Academy consists of Marcus, Victor, Christopher, Sloan, Klaus, Allison, and Ben. Ooh, baby. 
Ooh, baby. I think my team would kick your team's ass. David, listen, you picked some people that are nice at the top, but then you picked a bunch of jerks at the bottom. So you still have more well, jerks yes, than I have jerks. It evens out. No, Faye is totally a jerk. Faye's not a jerk. Diego, I can give it or leave it. Luther is an immature buffoon. Oh, my God. Luther's amazing. Alfonso's just so ugly. <laughs> He's just so <laughs> ugly. And Five's a dick as well. Five is almost as much of a dick as Ben. No, my God. It's not even close. No, Pe- he is. I mean, he's, like he's, five. Self, he's self-centered. He he thinks he knows everything. He's a dick. No. He's a cocky dick. No. I think of myself as their ringer. Yeah. Well, I got to remind you, everything that your team can do, Silk and Lila. So suck it. Okay. Yeah. Suck it. Okay. Seal. So Christopher's just like, I'm going to make her so fearful that she's powerless and paralyzed. Nah, bro. Negated. No. No. Negated. Well, we are never going to agree whose team is no, stronger. But so it's mine. we need to know what you all think. So go to Instagram in our stories uh, at the underscore center underscore cut and vote on which team you think is better. Flex Seal Academy all the way. Blue-footed boobies. Blue-footed boobies. And we're going to throw up a secondary question later on in the week asking who your first pick would be. So get excited. We want to know what you all think. David, we are done drafting. We're done with the academies for now. What do we have coming up next? Fast times at Ridgemont High. And we're going to be doing it with the Two Salty Broads podcast. Yes. Lindsay and Sapita. Looking forward to that. Yeah, that'll be a good time. It's an 80s movie. Have you watched the ends yet? I have. I don't understand what the plot is. I don't think there is. And there was way more vegetable dick sucking than I thought there was going to be. There was a decent amount of vegetable dick sucking. And actually, I, w- I really wasn't expecting boobs. Yeah. I mean, there were pictures. There were pictures. There were, of there were photos of breasts, but I wasn't expecting that. I don't yeah. know why. I don't know why in my brain I was like, oh, this is from the 80s. I can't possibly have breasts 80s in comedies love putting breasts in them. That's true. That's a good point. Okay. Well, that's coming up. And as always, if you can, leave us a rating and review. We love to hear what you think. Yeah. We want to know how awesome we are. Hit him with it, big boy. And remember, our opinions, just like the fact that half of these Academy members are dead, does not matter. The rest of them don't even have powers anymore. Mm-hmm.